The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real. You're already working hard to earn your money. But how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment automated investment and savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert built portfolios of low cost exchange traded funds. You know, I love those exchange traded funds. There's automated investing technology. And as part of that automated rebalancing, many of you have been asking about rebalancing and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own with Betterment. Easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It is Saturday, September 2nd. It's Labor Day weekend, and I hope you guys are going to enjoy a nice work-free weekend. I know that Mark and I are really trying to do that. And in fact, we are trying to also take the mystery out of your financial life. So if you're in this period of time where you've got a little bit of mental energy to expend on your financial life, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, and then you write us a note. And if you're a little shy, you can leave it at that. Just give us a lot of detail. But if you'd like to come on the air with us, you can always change your name. We'll protect you. Promise. Sometimes we come up with fun names for you. And if you do want to do that, check the box. Mark does everything else. And that is what we are doing today. We are talking to Al, who's on the line from Connecticut. Thanks for taking uh, the time to talk to me today, Jill and, and, and Mark. I really appreciate uh, your podcast. It's a very refreshing uh, tone uh, to hear on podcasts. So, um, yeah, I just had a, a big life change. Uh, I'm 55. And I retired, uh, took an early retirement, totally my decision. Um, there was no pushing me out the door. I also elected to take a lump sum pension distribution. And I just figured out how to allocate that. And I'm still trying to figure out how to allocate that. $250,000 now in a traditional IRA that is unallocated. It's just sort of sitting there in a cash position. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just wondering, you know, is that okay? Can I... Can I keep dry powder uh, to kind of plan for market events or 
or should I be trying to put all that money to work for me? First of all, why did you decide at 55 to call it quits? Did you have a health incident? You know, one time I was talking to a guy and I'm like, what do you mean you're retired? He's like, listen, I had a near death experience. So I retired. But what about you? What prompted your retirement? Sure. So I'm probably um, from the Jurassic period in, in some respects. I actually still got a pension, which was great. Uh, and I, I worked for the same company for 33 years, right, wow. out, of, right out of college. Uh, you know, I started basically washing test tubes for $28,000 a year <laughs> wow. and, uh, and, you know, took different positions over, over the decades and uh, climbed the ladder. Uh, so I, I was very lucky. And, uh, you know, my father uh, worked for the same company at one time and he retired early as well. So I always had it in my head that I would do an early retirement. And it, it's actually fortunate because, um, you know, my older son is autistic. And I was trying to work uh, remotely and, and take care of him. And so it, 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 it's all worked out. And, uh, you know, I, I really enjoy taking a break from work because it's been a long haul. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. So let's talk a little bit about the other money, not the 250 grand in the cash in the traditional IRA. How much money have you accumulated in savings? And tell us a little bit about what's in retirement and non-retirement. First of all, I just put on the table, my, my wife is a teacher and she's working still. She'll work probably for three more years. Not a lot of money. She makes 60000 but it, it's great. You know, it, it pays the bills pretty much. It's given us our medical coverage, which is tremendous. Awesome. And, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of expenses. We we predict maybe about $80,000 a year in expenses. So uh, to answer your question, um, we have, I'm going to try and do some quick math here. If you total up my 401k and then also the uh, lump sum, which I've now put into IRAs, that comes to $4.1 million. Holy smokes. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That's yeah. amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, you know, and I, I remember 20 years ago, you know, I was taking the kids on a, a trip to Disney World, and it was all on credit cards. And I took this big jug of change to the uh, to the bank, so I'd have some cash. So uh, all in the background, this was happening in the four hundred one k's and all that. Um, you you would never never predict it from our lifestyle. So that's great. Yeah. That is fantastic. Yeah. So that's a lot. And what about non retirement assets? Uh, so I you know I, I realized. I needed to have, I thought I was going to need to have something to keep us going between 55 and 59 and a half. I've learned that the 401k, you can withdraw at 55 if you mm -hmm. keep that. But we have about $450,000 in cash that is just in, a, in credit unions. Um, and we're using that, um, you know, to supplement where we need it. How old? You're, you're 55. How old is your wife? 53. And you said she's a teacher. Will she get a pension she at her and when she finishes up she in will, three years? She'll get a pension and medical benefits, which is fantastic. Granted, you know, caveat: not all states are in great shape, and you never mm -hmm. know. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we we don't count any chicken until it's hatched and and been fried up in the pan. You know, so. <laughs> I think that when you're over 50, your pension benefit is usually fairly safe. I think it's the young ones who get screwed. Right. What is her pension benefit likely to be in three years? So, uh, you know, we're predicting somewhere around 30000 a year. So it's not going to be some huge amount, but it'll be very, very much appreciated and we'll take it. Absolutely. Yeah. And then if you look ahead, you know, forget about the, so we have these 10 years between 55 and 65. Yep. 
go to 65 and tell me that you'll have you'll have her pension and then what's the social security look like for each of you she's probably going to get like half of mine that would probably make more sense mm-hmm. uh, and for her that would be about 1400 a month mm-hmm. and for me it'll probably be around 2800 a month if i'm recalling correctly okay that's great i mean but i don't well, believe that either because you know trust fund is going to go broke and- oh relax you're going to get it calm down so you're going to have basically 50 grand in social security, 30 grand her pension. There's your 80. It's pre-tax, but you know, you're in amazing shape. Let me just say that, obviously, right? Thank you. Um, completely amazing shape. Well done. I feel fine about the cash that's sitting in the non-qualified, meaning the non-retirement account in the money and credit unions. But, you know, having a little bit extra cash because you are going to need, I would prefer you use that cash rather than actually, you know, pull money out of your IRA accounts. I'm sort of mildly interested in this idea that perhaps you guys should try to maybe convert some of the money that's in your IRA accounts into a Roth only because I don't know if your early retirement, did you, are, are you getting a, some sort of severance? Are you done? Is it, are you done getting any sort of salary this year? Yeah, so um, no severance. Uh, this was, you know, not one of those situations. I, I did get, you know, a bonus this year uh, mm-hmm. for my work last year. So that's, you know, 30,000 this year. But really between you and your wife, this is a low tax year, should be. The next year will be a really low tax year. I've been thinking about Roth conversions and I spoke to my accountant about it. You know, he has kind of mixed feelings on it. We do have, uh, I didn't break it out for you, but 300,000 of that um, IRAs is in a Roth IRA. I've been trying to do that over the past few mm-hmm. years. Maybe 90,000 of what's in the 401k would be classified as Roth 401k. Okay. Here's what I think. I hate to disagree with an accountant because I love CPAs, but I think he's nuts because I think that you've got huge risk um, from rising tax rates. I mean, don't worry. Honest to God, don't worry about the social security trust fund going broke. Worry about the fact that you are likely to be forced to take a crap load of money out of your retirement accounts and tax rates will be higher. So, you know, right now, while you guys are in a lower tax bracket, I would start converting that money. You should use some of the money that you have in cash to pay the tax that's due on your IRA conversions and make that more Roth money. Because again, $4.1 million, let's let's uh, let's even say, let's say it's $3.8 million because some of that is Roth money, right? $3.8 million is going to be so much money that you have to take out. It's going to be kind of rough. And I think it would be nice to know you're not going to do it all, but to have some of that money that's already been converted into Roth money, I think that would be great. It's just less money you have to take out later. Obviously, you understand that you're in tremendous financial shape for this for this scenario. You've done a great job. I think that having extra cash in a non-retirement account makes sense. The 250 grand that you have in cash in a retirement account, that feels like, eh. So I don't think you have to make that all stocks only, you know, let's put really high risk stuff in there. But I do think having that allocated as sort of a a nice, boring, balanced portfolio, I think that would be great because you're probably not going to touch this money for 15 years or so. So I don't feel like having cash is a bad thing for you, but I do think that 
cash in a retirement account feels like not the greatest way to manage a, a retirement account. Can you live with that or does that feel scary to you? I mean, you may just be like the most risk averse person I've ever met who's got five million bucks. I'm, I'm, I'm risk averse has helped me to some extent, but uh, you know, you, I, I do have money in mutual funds and, and there's some risk there. I've got some bonds. I'm just trying to figure out what to put it in. That's that's really the the, the question. Easy peasy. So where is this money being held right now? So it's being held in a Fidelity traditional IRA. Okay. So Fidelity has a ton of index funds. And what I would do is I would pick just a few index funds that would give me some allocation across broad asset categories. So there can be a stock index fund, U.S. stock index fund, an international stock index fund, a U.S. bond fund, which is going to, and if you don't like risk, then you can make it a short-term bond fund. And um, maybe I would even, I think Fidelity might have a little commodities fund. Essentially, I would maybe put like 5% in a commodity fund. Maybe I'd put 30% in a 35% in a U.S. fund and, you know, 10% in international and the rest, that other half can be really boring. I mean, you could keep a little money in cash, but you want to have, you can have a short-term bond fund, a little bit more in, maybe I put like 5% of my bond position in an international fund and call it a day. And, you know, I think that if you're feeling queasy in general, it's most important that you listen to that because there's no reason for you to take on lots of risk right now after you've done all the hard work of saving for your retirement. Well, that's, that's great advice, uh, especially the, um, the advice on the Roth conversions, because I've been hearing a lot of different thoughts on that, you know, and I, I do have the certainty that taxes have to go up. There's just no yeah. way. Yeah, I yeah. totally agree with you. Can I shift gears for one second about yeah. your son? Yeah. Do you have a special needs trust that's been established for him? Yes, we do have a special needs trust. Okay, great. I just want to, you know, I'm trying to yeah. dot the I's, cross I, the T's. And that was one of the reasons for the lump sum as opposed to, uh, you know, taking a monthly check. I wanted to make sure that, you know, we built up our estate. If you would like to give us a holler, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com. That's where all of our content lives. While you're there, check out our other podcast, which is called Money Watch. You can check out our blog. You can check out videos and resources. And don't forget, you can subscribe to our service, Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to live quarterly webinars more bonus content that is up and ready to rock and roll. Recently, we interviewed Chris Gillibo. His new book is called Gonzo Capitalism. He's joined us many times in the past. He is the side hustle guy, the $100 startup. He's great. He is behind the paywall. And again, you'll just have to pay $35 for that. So that's the kind of bonus content that's up there. And also, of course, we have our next webinar, which is the exciting webinar this fall. We're going to be talking football with Nate Burleson, former professional football player, co-anchor of CBS Mornings. He's also the studio analyst for CBS's The NFL Today Show. If you'd like to join us, you've got to become part of Jill on Money Live. All right, that is it. That is the program. We thank you so much for listening Lift someone up, change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. 